Theology. Theology. Unplugged. Clint, what is it that we are talking about today? Well, I'm glad you asked, Michael. Thank you. <laughs> Just go. Okay. Go oh, yeah. All right. So, here's the subject for you, boys and girls. Okay. Now, we did, um, some time ago, we talked about social justice. You remember that? Yes, that social was in justice. December. Actually, I didn't remember it. <laughs> somebody somebody wrote in and said, uh, you had talked about this. I was like, that wasn't me. Yeah. And then I sent him to carry it. Yes, and then it I was. then I go back and listen to it. I listen to the whole podcast. I said, I don't remember any of that stuff. And, and, I, and I wasn't on drugs. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, that is, for the record, neither was I. <laughs> Carrie, stay by your silence. Well, we just no, I'm left right. to wonder now. Just, well, I just can't believe I, just I barely caffeine. remember it. So Maybe it was me doing your voice. Yeah. Anyway. Maybe so, it just wasn't very interesting. Maybe we need to. That is not, if we're going to do this again, let's make it to where <clears throat> I remember it a year from now. You want So you're, you're saying that whatever we're talking about now, we have the burden to make this interesting for you. Yes, you do, because you want to talk about it. I don't know anything about it except for what you tell me. All right. All well, right. Good. We have a clean slate here. That's right. Um, well, uh, so this comes up a lot today. Um, in our the times in which we live, we see this all the time, and it's encroached upon the church somewhat. Now, I spend time in the church. So do you. I spend time in classrooms. Also, we all spend time in the public arena, and we all have kids. So we all know something about the, this mindset, and, and we all read stuff. We watch news and all that. So... There's no doubt that we notice the changes and the shifts that maybe just in 10 years even, the way people think in our, in our culture. Yeah. So here's a question just to, just to kick this off. We were thinking about how we can sort of lead into discussing these things. So here's one. I'll throw this at you. We sit here week after week. We talk about things. We, we employ what you would call reason. I mean, we try, don't we? We think it's important. We make arguments. We address arguments of other people. We debate things. We sometimes disagree. We conduct ourselves in all these ways. Is that what we're doing when we do this? Is that a cultural thing, part of the Western tradition, and more to the point, is it part of some kind of patriarchy that we are reinforcing by having points of view, making a case for our point of view, making arguments, using reason? Is that... It, is that it, part of some kind of system that in some way is connected to oppression? And, and incidentally, the reason he's asking that question is because that is a claim. Uh, and it's actually, you're hearing it more from a lot of, you know, a, a lot of places. You're hearing it even at an academic level that um, employing reason and, and logic, that those are the tools of the patriarchy. The, it's part of colonialism. Um, you know, and all the different buzzwords, a heteronormative white patriarchy um, have imposed this, um, this sort of construct on how we even engage as people, and um, it should maybe even be abandoned. Okay, I, I'm, I'm trying to get my mind around what it is that you're saying. You're saying that there's something going on within our culture that, yes. is, that is promoting this idea now that whenever you maybe can do or might make arguments for something that is oppressive is it, that it? it is because you are in order to as we all know in order to make arguments uh whether they're good or not in order to do it you have to use reason and you have to use the laws which govern them which is the laws of logic 
Um, so it's kind of, are you talking about and, there's this big idea of steamrolling other people? No, no, no. What it is, is, well, just that these, that these particular, that the, 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 even the principles of logic, they, it could be from their perspective or just conventions of the white patriarchy and serve to oppress people and we shouldn't use those. So it does come down to white people. Does it come down to males? Is that as yeah, well? Yeah, no, patriarchy, so yeah. So you're, you're okay? Not necessarily. Well, not, no. If I'm using it. There's a I'm, little bit of a scale and a point system, if you will. It's not, I don't know if anybody's given them numerical values. Well, intersectionality, but that, that's the point scale that he's talking they call, about. This is a thing they call intersectionality. We didn't, this is not a term that opponents invented to apply to it. This is a term that certain intellectuals of some I think kind, Kimberly Crenshaw, right, was the first coined it, and yeah. then they write about it. And, and uh, there, listen, there are classes and majors, as we know, yes. <laughs> in these topics now. And intersectionality then looks at people uh, according to groups. So Carrie is higher up the scale than you and me are. I have more intersectional points. She scores higher just because she's female. Okay. okay. Now, if she were, as they, as today you say, a person of color, sort of a broad term, but non-white more or less, um, probably not Asian, I don't know if they get to count, but um, if she were that and a woman, that's even more points. Now, what if you're Indian like I am? Does it count for me? No. You can push right. for it. You because can push for it. You could make your case. If you were, if you were woke, you would be out there saying that okay. a lot, even if you're like Liz Warren... And you're one, one, what is she? What is she? I've been wanting to push the Cherokee. But thing. Michael, you're, you're Native door, American. Yeah, yeah. A, a true a Native American wouldn't call themselves Indian. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I, I, my grandma lived as a full blood. She was half. I know. And, I know. Uh, I'm a genuine, I'm a genuine red man over here. <laughs> I am a bona fide savage. I mean, I mean okay. if you looked at me, Whoa. you would think Indian. I'm saying that's what no true Native American would say of himself. That was based upon, okay. Okay, so now what you're saying is that if you uh, have certain qualities about you, femaleness, yes. non-whiteness, yes. and there's all different you're disabled, types. Well, don't, you're... don't forget if you are gay. Gay. Okay, gay. Then Gen that's a big part of it, too. In a, anything other or than trans, straight, right? Or anything trans. Or trans. Or non-normative. Here, here's what you are, Michael, and, and this puts you at the bottom. You score no points. Okay. You're white. <clears throat> you're male. <clears throat> okay. You are straight. Do I, do I get another one for being good looking? That's three strikes, you're out. That's your privilege. That's, That's all called of this aesthetic is privilege. <laughs> That's right. Uh, then, guess what else? You're cisgender. That means you are pretty sure you're a dude. You identify with the gender that you were assigned. And you've always been one. Okay, so not only am I male, but I... I I but you weren't. You were. You were born with the parts to be that, okay. and you recognize it and identify as that. And that that. The, so these are all in in this system. These are all kind of on the bad side of the ledger, and you'd like to. And if you want points in this kind of way of playing, you need to cross over at least as many in as many ways as you can. So, let us carry. Sometimes jokes. If you are a, if you are a, black. a trans a a black trans lesbian. Uh, in a wheelchair, like you won the so lottery. Wheelchair gets yeah. something. Well, that's a, oh, yeah. you're disabled. That, that, that's that's, that's something too. Yeah. I mean, I think that one doesn't get to count as much actually in in the, in this field. Yeah. I think that 
probably is down the list. So maybe half a point on that one. Yeah, yeah. You you get a little bit. Um, I don't think you get as much. But okay, so so let's let's works. put myself out there in society, and I'm I'm lowest on the on the scale here. Mm-hmm. I don't have uh-huh. any points. What does that mean for me? That does that mean I don't have whenever whenever I'm talking about issues that now my voice, what I say, what I believe is not counted as credible. That I shouldn't talk. What what is it? What's uh, it, doing? it depends on the topic. What do they want me to do? Shut up. Okay, so being shut quiet, up. That's good. And listen. listen to what they say. Believe what they say. Be their ally. Do I join get any in what, for doing that? Yes, okay. you, you can. But then you also you can yeah. you could be accused of pandering, and you could be accused of. Um, it just, it, I don't know. It's, so it's nebulous. it's best just to stay here and never leave it, the house. Well, well you're always going to be suspect because of all these marks right. against you. But if you were interested in being on the good side of things, then you would work very hard to listen to them and understand, and you would be out there preaching it. You would march in the streets with the for the cause. You would vote the right way. That's important. You would better be politically on board. Yeah. You would probably give stuff to people. Like pra- You practically owe people stuff anyway, reparations all around. I mean, you've enjoyed all this privilege because of your categories. Uh, you owe it to all these people that are marginalized, as they say, uh, to, to do things for them. The, you do all those things, you, you'll be in a... They, I think they would um, they'd at least let you sit at the table. Okay, so, so this is, I mean, I guess one of our cultural things like this happen it's much more complex than saying there's one guy up there writing the book you know the rule book on that you guys are given these are things that have come through all these different means over the last you know 20 30 years maybe even longer but we're just kind of we're getting to a point where where there is identifying markers and almost a caste system that's excellent way to put it okay. and and we're getting to the point of where this is this kind of thinking is now really um, <clears throat> impacting the academy. And by that, I mean institutes of higher learning, which brings up what we were talking about uh, to start with is reason and the use of reason and how that should factor in into our day-to-day lives and also how it should factor in into academic pursuits. Um, and I want to be sure, are we accurately representing their argument that reason does in fact should or is in fact a product of this of the western mindset you know a classical model is essentially colonial white patriarchal heteronormative all of that um and because of that it should be abandoned yes at least a lot of them they do this. is that at least I, a lot of them a lot yes of them. okay i no, want to be not, sure that we're i mean because they, they give evidence and they, they write books on these things and, and there's evidence in some of these institutions that are awash with this in that they change their curriculum. They throw out a lot of the old white guys that, that you read in school. And they say, well, we need to find, we need to go back to history and see, are there other voices? Can we, so we need to say, what about what about uh, the literary traditions of uh, the African tribes instead? Mm-hmm. Um, can we find more, are there, any, are there any transsexuals throughout history that we might be able to somehow find them and, and emphasize them? Let's take down the pictures, as you said, of Shakespeare. Uh, and so they, they emphasize that. Here's where this, though, I think really comes into contact with what we do. And this is where it's challenging. So here you are, you and I both, you know, in, uh, Michael, I mean, in our, in our position, we score no points. So we're, have, so we're in the public s- square, and, and, the, and, the, and a topic arises. Abortion, you name it, you know, something, uh, hot-button thing. Um, you say, 
you know, here's kind of what someone asks you. You say, here's what I think about that. Instead of the response that, well, your argument is wrong, and let me tell you why. Instead of that, it's, well, you know what? Any number of these items. Um, You're oppressing me right now. You're making this an unsafe place by what you're expressing right now. You have nowhere to, you should not be talking right now. You're not a woman, you know? Notice how all of those things don't address anything you said. Because your argument doesn't mean anything here. My experience, my experience, and my and, and how I feel about this can outweigh 10 arguments you make. And your use of, you could say, but these are compelling. What do you say to this? How is it wrong? I don't have to say anything to that. I don't have to. I don't have to. Yeah. Uh, because who you are uh, innately in those the, these areas creates a, a stronger voice, stronger representation yeah. to the truth now. Than, stronger than reason, any compelling right. reasons or because, any evidence I mean, your you argument, how, however sound or valid, um, is falsified merely by the fact that you have scored a certain number of points on the intersectional chart. That in, it, in itself falsifies anything that you have to say, and it doesn't have to be refuted. And that's what and it's called, intersectionality. There, yes. You, I heard you guys yes. mention that earlier. That, so. That's part of it, yeah. And, and here, let's, actually, let's do a better one. How about, how about the one where someone is, says, um, a man is saying, I, I identify, I'm a woman now. Now, obviously, these are very touchy things, and it's very personal and all this, but let's just say you're discussing it um, in, in some way. Well, so here we look at things, and we try to we try to assess things based on authority. We are Christians. We look at the Bible as authoritative, but we but reason isn't is an as an authority no well, one can we, deny. We look at general revelation, general as revelation, well, which the is book of reason as part of scripture, that. the book of nature, as they right. say, the natural world, what's evident to us, just what we see. Uh, you know, Luther said, "Show me by scripture and plain reason." Right? We look at it that way. You could have that discussion with somebody. Let's say they're not trans themselves, but they're. Allies for allies, it, and right. they're on, but they, they be believe woke. in it. Is that still they're, a term that you're they're yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. And you say, you appeal to the authorities that, that are, I mean, that they may profess to be Christian. You appeal to the Bible, that's an authority. You appeal to reason. You appeal to empirical science about gender. And that person's response may be, well, I have an authority that, you know, what you're appealing to is, is problematic. I mean, it's steeped in the racist and and um, oppressive structures that come out of Western civilization, I will trump all of it with the authority of experience, personal experience of having been marginalized and, uh, and the personal experience of each person. And, and I don't know what else, frankly, maybe emotion and, or just a, a general moral sense of justice. So that, basically you've know, gone through some type of cultural suffering that is oppressive, oppressive type thing. And then you gain a stronger voice. You gain a louder voice. Now, now, is this something that is just Western culture, or is this going on everywhere? That's a good question. I, w- I don't know. If anywhere, it would be parts of Europe. I mean, I think most of the Eastern world and the and the um, the Third world, or the um, what do they call it, um, the Asian southern world or... southern uh, hemisphere. hemisphere. What was the the term they usually typically use? But um, I, mean, I, I guess we're talking, is this going on? I don't think know, that Asian stuff happens or... in those, but I think those places wouldn't know what we're talking about yeah. most, for the so most it's part. primarily Western culture. It is I think Western it's Western. Culture. Canada's got plenty of it. Okay, and I want to ask And, and, and keep in two mind, questions. too, within an Eastern culture, not to misrepresent totally, you know, I don't want to misrepresent an Eastern culture, but 
they they they're not really going to come under attack for this sort of classical structure that is inherently western yeah you know the classical structure well, got the same type of thing and you could you could make parallels in all kinds of ways you know especially i mean sometimes I just even mean like more the, the western system system of thought is all often contrasted with the eastern system of thought is yeah, like yeah. there is this sort of um not to say there's well, no reason the patriarch there but... type stuff i'm thinking oh right 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 they do they do they wouldn't yeah. go well on the point system no either. and and they no. don't and they don't right. blame other eastern cultures in fact by that's part of this thing too is you know how there's just automatically good guys and bad guys yeah. well in their worldview Western is now become bad guy if it's Western. Western civilization, which is something that most institutions always said, this is our bedrock, this is our cornerstone, this is our tradition. I, I mean, I you know how many hours at a liberal arts college I attended that I took that were called Western civilization? Yeah. I mean, they they required you to take like 10 hours of it. And it was the entire, it, it was basically classical education. There are people today who are saying the term Western civilization, I don't know if you've heard this, is code language for racist and for white. It's 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 dog whistling to So when you whistle. say I'm defending Western civilization, they will now hear you saying, I'm defending white supremacy. Yeah. Okay, well then I got three questions, and I'm not sure which order to do these in. Uh number one is um I think I think this one's probably the best one. What does this look like? 10 years down the road. What is it? What are they going for? What are the, what, what is the world they're trying to create for there us? There you go. Number one. And then number two, and I forgot the third one, but I'll remember it in a moment. But number two, um, what's their, what's, uh, put, get yourself on the other side and give me a good argument that they would give that yep. makes sense to me. Okay. Um, well, I would say the first question, they, Clint and I were talking about this on the phone earlier, which is why we decided to record today, record on this topic. Um, they want a world without hate. They want they want good well, that, things. That answers the second question they, as well. They want good things. Yeah. Um, they want um, justice, and that's my goodness. That's a virtuous desire, isn't it, to yeah. want justice? Okay, um, so you're doing the second question first. Why they sorry. would do this? Oh, right? I thought you said what do they want? Well, yeah, yeah I'm saying and, what what is that? What does it look like in the end? You yeah. Know, well, and what well, there's a the difference road. between what what do they imagine it looking like if and they got their way does. and what we think this way of thinking yeah, yeah, actually that, leads. That, that was actually my third question. So okay. what is okay, it? So what is it? What, what, is the, what they they want? Is, I guess what they're hoping for in the end, um, in their mind, a utopia. Okay, that's a utopia what, of what? Of, I mean, now this utopia looks different to me. Than of, it goes like this: utopias. Imagine there's no, no heaven. heaven. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that's the national yeah. anthem for there is is John Lennon's yeah, a American. brotherhood of man. Yeah. I'm sure they don't they don't appreciate and Christianity it, or the Bible. No, or because it typically involves political elements like, frankly, socialism. I mean, there will be no more of the rich and the poor. We will share everything okay. together. Okay. You know, yeah. and there, yeah, there's a huge like political. There's an ideological component here in terms of Marxism and cultural Marxism or neo-Marxism. I mean, that's a whole podcast into itself. So there's that, that factors into this. Um, okay, but, so so you you were saying though you were saying that they want they, they want they no want a hate. utopia. They want they want and, a world to where there's peace. They want justice. Yeah, those are all good things. They want love, and, right? And, and, and two, I think they want to dismantle what they see that's inhibiting these things, which is the the power structure, the pa patriarchy, and reason is one of those tools that's used to oppress. So they want to abandon that. Um, 
And, and what's their, uh, 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 this is probably a dumb question, but then what's the reason for doing well, this? Well, see, there's know? the thing. That's I mean, something that I was hoping we could touch on in the next okay, podcast. Okay, is can, to dem- well, No, but real quickly, though, is to demonstrate that even though they wish to abandon reason, we know that we're rational creatures, and that's impossible. Yeah. You can never right. abandon reason. Well, I mean, even though they're it's, making it's arguments, even to though want peace. Yeah. What I'm saying though is ultimately, even though they're trying to buck up against it and say they're still they're still having to, uh, they're still have they can't avoid it. No one can avoid it. They're 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 captive to the principles of logic well, and it's, reason. It, it's the same thing that we it's see just, all the time is these self defeating systems. But you know, yes. you think because calling it yes. self defeating is automatically going to say boom. It, that, doesn't, it, but it doesn't. Yeah. It's like I don't care. I'm moving forward. Well, at with this it point, anyway. yeah, we've moved beyond that of pointing out the self-defeating nature of claims because you can do that with modernists. You can do that, and it, they may not like it, and they'll find maybe ways to worm out of right. it. But, but with these people, so this is looking like it, the next the post-modernist. In post-modernist. It, it, it's post-postmodernism at this point. Okay, so we got the, we got what we're talking about here, folks, is a big cultural movement that looks like it could become i mean we we've talked about this in the 90s about postmodernism and that it is taking well, postmodernism it's not only, has it's been, not only a development but now it's starting to take the, the, deeper the, root and it's this taking deeper root right yeah. now because you see it in the politics well, the, you see it in the yeah uh, you're, you're saying in the academic world yeah that, well that's that that's, when it hits the ivory we'll see when it hits the ivory tower we all know that it trickles down into the street and into the chambers of government, and that's what we're seeing now. So it's been in the ivory tower for a while. Well, part of me is always like, "Oh, you guys are just sounding an alarm." Uh, I, I would love happen. for that and to be the case, and it's I, just the louder voices out I, there, and nobody's really going to grab a hold. No, of this but that's and run. that's why we're talking about this. That the the institutes of higher learning are embracing this. So th- this is this is in the politics. This is where the we got. You know the people who are running for office. Yes, you see it there. What they're adopting more. It's a whole adoption of on top of kind of the more liberal stance on things these are things that have gone even further to the left or in fact which direction in fact traditional liberals basically yeah uh when we were growing up the people that we said oh look at those look at them liberals a lot of those people they're worried yeah they're worried because they're looking around saying what's happened here because now they are on a leash and now the new crowd uh, basically is going back through their life and saying, you've committed sins. You haven't been perfect. Co- you know, going through every tweet they ever sent out. Um, and if they're, if they're white and male, then they, they're, then now they've got to kiss the ring and they've got to bow. Um, it's, it's really, that's why it scares even them. And even in, even in institutions, some of these old school liberal professors, they're looking out at the, at the room now and they're trembling a little because they're thinking, what have we done? It's Dr. Frankenstein. They're like, oh no, it's alive. Right. And so now it's going to kill us all. These, these it's kind people... of this idea of rewriting history in order to create a new present, but the rewriting of it has to do with uh, what their well, view it, is that we originally didn't have history correct because we don't represent those who need to be represented. The marginalized. Yeah, yeah. in that history. Which it, it's, there's it's, so much a part of me that says, I like that sort of, you know? I do like justice i do like whenever the bible says to fight for those things and i try to figure out how to do it and whenever somebody does it and they go so far with it that it kind of it it does make me nervous because then at that point we all pull back and see nothing with you know with regard to this. yeah but there's always in every movement no matter how bad its consequences 
there is all there are always most basic kernels of something recognized yeah, as they're saying. Yeah, always. So, so, so there's, get rid of those so because we're fighting against it, right? There's no doubt that we're going to see something in there because these people have the image of God and they know they know no matter what. That's why, as Carrie says, they can't abandon reason. It's impossible. Okay. They, they have to operate it by it. And even notions of justice. I mean, ju- you know, I was telling Clint earlier on the phone, I'm like, my goodness, you know, Plato was a pagan and had a better handle on justice than what we're hearing coming out in, in the pop popular culture and the academy today. You and know? that's also why the moral thing is there that you see. You recognize some kernel because they can't abandon that. And the religious impulse as well, because they want that most of these people have a spiritual element to what they're doing, and they feel like we're fighting for a great cause. We're on the right side of history. We're on the we're on and the it, side. It, it is a religion of justice in too. And the thing is, yeah, the thing about that is, every cause. This is part of human nature, isn't it? We want, no matter what, to find to see ourselves in the right place. So no, there's no movement that's just evil from first to last in every vestige. Never. So that, yeah. like, as the people often say, every every officer who worked for the SS, after after working his eight hour shift down at the camp, labor camp, <laughs> went home, kissed his kids. You know what I mean? Might have said a prayer over dinner. For all we know, listened to a little bit of classical. You know what I mean? Might have might have done a gen- might have done a generous act for yeah. his neighbor. Yeah. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like, and and thought to himself. You know, it's not always pretty doing the right thing for history. You know what I mean? It's not always pretty having to roll up your sleeves and do this kind of work, but someone's got to do it for the good of man. There's always some standard. It's a confused morality that, that just has got it all wrong. And so that it thinks it's right. And especially once reason goes out the window, now you're in big trouble. Because as someone said... Trying to reason with people that have given up reason is like trying to administer medicine Do to they a corpse. The opposition, and I, I, there, in everything, there's always an opposition that people see. You know, there's the good guys and the bad guys. Let's let's just put them in those two categories. Say, do they see the bad guys as as um, overly uh, or using reason without emotion, or just it's bad to use? No, it's reason just at bad all. to just any kind of form of argumentation. If it's countering what they're saying, um, first off, just if you disagree, that yeah. is an, it's an affront to them. It's an oppress, uh, you're oppressing them by disagreeing. If you attempt to, um, what if one of their own disagrees? Re- refute. Well, that's a whole nother thing. If you attempt oh, to refute them, they'll circle the wagons and kill their own, yeah, just like that. And that's that, that. That's part of what a cult does. That's that's right. You're immediately dissent. You're one of them. And you're it cast is, out. It is very mm-hmm. much. And they do that. This is this whole idea. That's why there's this, a climate of fear. The, yeah, that's a good point. You know that the fear that typically that's cultic. That's usually a marker of of a cult. Um, but it is very much cultic, and so and I think to a fiat that's I come think on. it's not that's an what argument. I, that's that that's what I've told him. I told him it's a we are decla- declaring this by fiat that all this is true, right. and because it's been declared, because we've got enough support now, this cult type movement, you can't, you can't, you know, yeah. there's no. They insulate themselves from falsifiability, yeah. and they won't abide which is by their rules. Hostility for see, it's like rules of engagement. We we believe in intellectual virtues, right? I mean, this is part of the, our whole history. Is you got to be fair. And, yeah. You're not allowed to just assume the worst motives of people, commit fallacies yeah. against them, make their arguments work bad. Re, you know, we, we say you've got to be fair. They don't play that way. They will attribute bad motives to you 
just because that helps. And so what a lot of their writers do, so you, all the time in places like the New York Times, these kind of so these these pseudo intellectuals will write responding to people who are more traditional thinkers like we are who make arguments. And all they do is subtly or even overtly attribute other meanings and motives to what they say. So they'll say, like, as I said, they'll be reading someone who was saying, you know, our, our long history in, in Western uh, culture has shown, you know, logic, blah, 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 whatever. They, instead of engaging it, they'll say, yes, once again, we hear the code words of Western civilization, uh, which which racists love to use. You see, that kind of game it's, is it's, what they play. And, and if it's you, dishonest. If you it's attempt slanderous. to say, well, you know what? That's poisoning the you well. Know, you guys might you know, give me a... any representatives of this, names of some representatives, maybe somebody that, you know, point me out to these people that are doing this. I know that they may not represent it all in, in complete, but just people who are doing things that are similar to this, then, and... Yeah, well, what I think, it, I mean, I, I don't keep up with, so, so you read the New York Times, if you read, if you look at it pretty so much New on York a regular Times. basis, New York Times. you will well, see, you will see example. a number of their columnists, and I sometimes forget their names, um, who, who play this way. Now, these are the intellectuals who have a, who, not the everyday people on, the fac, there are faculty rooms full of it, and I don't know their names, Professor So-and-so of, yeah. of, of, you know, intercultural studies. But they, and they quietly go about this, many of them, as I said, afraid, as we saw that, you know, anyone can watch this documentary. Oh, Evergreen we, from if a you want to see this, ago, yeah. you, you know, you ask, what does it look like when it goes f completely to seed? Anyone who wants to see that need only to watch a documentary on Evergreen College in Washington, which is sort of, which has been traditionally one of the most far progressive. Yeah. And what has hap what happened there is exactly what you would think would happen. It just went completely ape overnight and it became lord of the flies and and here's the thing the cowardly faculty children of the corn rather <laughs> yes i'm more fond of because that. of the uh because <clears throat> of the cowardice because of the climate of fear once it took over a bunch of faculty people sat and just kept their heads down and bowed the knee and went along even though privately they told people this is nuts mm. but they just thought they weren't they they were supposed to uh go along with it so you know and and by the way you see this out in the culture so i think some people if they ever watch cnn and they see some of these guys commenting on it um who, who's who you know who's oh, the uh, lemon is that his name oh don lemon uh, yeah. yeah so if you ever see how he covers stories you will see it you will see exactly what i'm talking about uh that sort of mentality well listen i i think that at least in my mind and maybe we maybe you guys get some other what directions these go but my next question for the next podcast to start us off would be this um okay what we know what that looks like for them what they're trying to get to what does it look like for us as we move in and we attempt to i guess uh counter this and figure out what what it is that we can do because how is it that we can both Look at what they're saying, those good things that they're saying, and make it, uh, recognize it, mm -hmm. and understand that it, there's good things there. And I guess we're, we'd be trying to compromise or something. I don't know. I just, I need to know where this is Well, going. where can we find common ground? Yeah. Theology 